Welcome to a Healing Peace Podcast. We partner with JNTEL, a nonprofit organization that provides educational programs to promote emotional and mental health while building our identity in Christ. In this podcast series, you will learn about me, Kimir Baker, the CEO and founder of JNTEL, and other life changers. We inspire, equip, and support you along your journeys. By the renewal of our minds, we overcome life challenges. We renew and rise up. Welcome back, everyone. For us in Texas, it has been extremely hot. I also heard of record highs for a lot of states. Shucks, how about all over the world? Well, I am surviving and I'm hoping you are too. Before I announce my PSAs, I want to welcome our new subscribers to the show. If you're just joining us, we are a podcast that provides information for emotional, mental, and spiritual health. For the spiritual part of the show, yes, we talk about it. I do enjoy talking about God. Anyways, if you're new to us, welcome and go right ahead and subscribe to our channel wherever you're listening to us at. Leave us a review and tell your family and friends about us. Also, for those who have been with us for a while, the A Healing Peace Podcast is part of J Intelligence Networks. J Intel for short. We are a nonprofit organization. Feel free to support us by not only checking out our nonprofit website, jintel.org, that's J-I-N-T-E-L.org. But while you're there, go ahead and leave us a donation. We can use the gift to support our programs. Yes, we can. Okay, now back to our regular program. I've had the privilege of sharing my life with you guys through this podcast for the past four years since 2019. We have come a long way in producing these shows. I'll tell you in the beginning, it wasn't the best audio quality. It was uh, quite interesting in some of our interviews, but hey, we're growing, we're learning. And you also know that we've had great guests on our show to share their lives and expertise with us. In these four years, I will say that I have shared a lot about my life. Oftentimes, I wonder what in the world would I talk about next? But then, because I keep living and healing is an ongoing process, I usually can deliver fresh content. It's a miracle. I call it life drama. Nonetheless, normally we kick off a new segment. I share about what's going on in my life. I feel like you guys, as I stated before, know me all too well. But this episode, we're going to do something just a little bit different. Instead of providing one story, I decided to share lessons learned on my healing journey. Before I share my experiences, I want to acknowledge that your journeys are unique. What I may experience may be completely different from your experiences. However, we may share some commonalities. I hope that what I share will inspire you to remain on your journey. The following elements that I'm about to share, I needed to address or overcome to get to a place of a new understanding. Why? So I can heal. 
Okay, we're going to dive on in. The first item that I learned the hard way on my journey is that denial never resolves my problems. I was the person who outwardly looked like I had everything going on great. I had a new job with the nice salary. I dressed well, got me some new outfits. I spoke well. I was on the up and up. So much so that I was unwilling to address my deep-seated pain. The emotional pain was eating me alive. However, since I was achieving success, I tucked that truth away. But inwardly, I was wasting away and eventually I had an emotional and mental breakdown. Since I like the Bible, I will share corresponding scriptures to the items that I'm about to express. Here we go. Stuffing my emotional pain and being unwilling to address it overflow outwardly to the point that now as I look back on that experience, it reminds me of Judas. Who is that? Judas is in the Bible. He betrayed Jesus with a kiss. The outcome of his betrayal was Jesus was led away to his death. In Matthew 27, 3 through 5, after the betrayal, Judas experiences sorrow. He realized that his actions sent an innocent man to his death. He was bombarded with shame, guilt, and emotional anguish until he decided to kill himself. Judas did not seek help to address his emotions and ultimately his mental state. The outcome of hiding away led to his death. For me, even though I did not end my life, which is kind of obvious because I'm talking to you right now, but my unwillingness to address my emotional and mental pain placed so much strain on my body that I had a breakdown. For those wrestling with emotional and mental anguish, what is the lesson learned from my experiences in Judas? Do not hide. Do not avoid dealing with your deep-seated issues. Avoidance never leads to life, only death. Again, it may not be physically, but it can lead to emotional death, as well as put pressure and strain on your body and brain. Our 501c3 nonprofit organization, JNTEL, and A Healing Peace are looking for community partners to support our mission. We are bridging the gap between faith-based and therapeutic resources. Consider partnering with us. Go to jintel.org slash donate and contribute. By contributing in this manner, you ensure that we continue to spread this inspiring and encouraging message. Okay, so in my healing journey, I said, okay, girl, he has your breakdown. What are you going to do now? You kind of really can't stay in this state. You need some help. And it was clear at the time that talk therapy was not going to resolve my psychological issues. My brain was doing some funky stuff up there. And it was clear that I needed help. I needed medicine. And initially, I'll be quite honest with you. 
I was still in denial and didn't want to take any medicine. And then, why is that? I didn't want to take any medicine because I didn't want to be labeled as crazy. Because I felt like medicine was like the last point to really say that you got a real problem. Like all the other times I could hide it, but when you're popping the pill, something else is going on. But I had to change my thought process. Initially, I was being grudgingly. I wasn't moving. I wasn't doing what I was supposed to do. And then I was speaking to a friend and I told her, I said, you know what? I ain't going to take that medicine. And she looked at me and she said very quickly, it is very clear that you're no longer functioning and you need to take the next step to get the help. After our conversation, I conceded because initially I assumed that nobody could tell that I had a problem. But being slapped with the reality that other other people could tell and now they're telling you to go get some help. Yeah, it was the time for me to put on my big girl pants and take that chance and take that new direction. I did. I ended up meeting with my narcolepsy doctor, who ironically was also a psychiatrist. He prescribed what I needed. When I took the medicine, I felt relief in my brain. The brain fog lifted and I was fortunate enough that I didn't have to try multiple medications before discovering the right one. In 3 John 1, 2, it states, Beloved, I pray that all may go well with you and that you may be in good health as it goes well with your soul. During this season of my life, I learned that a healthy brain contributes to my overall good health. Since it was not in good health, it impacted my soul, which leads to the next item. Even though I took medicine and my brain calmed down, I noticed that I continued to have unhealthy coping behavior. When a conversation didn't work out as I intended, I retreated. When I was overwhelmed at work, I retreated. When I was disappointed by my responses, I retreated. I needed to tend to my soul and not just take medication. I needed to seek counsel. Now, before I share this scripture, I am confident that you heard it before. Yes, you have. It is Romans 12, 1 through 2, which states, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercy of God, to present your bodies as living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not conform to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Not only was I working on my body, I eat my brain and my heart, but I needed help to renew my mind, which is the theme for this podcast series, A Renewed Mind. Mm-hmm. I had some crazy experiences and relationships that I needed to healthily process. Also, I couldn't do it on my own. Why? because my thinking patterns were so toxic and I needed new information beyond those thinking patterns. Now, I will admit, as I began to unravel these experiences, I wanted to 
not have to struggle in life. So here's another item that I had to work through on my healing journey. I don't know if you ever got to a point where you're like, hey, I should be doing better by now. Or, dang, why am I still struggling with this in my life? Yes, I fall into this trap very easily. So much so that my self-judgments come out in conversations. I easily start becoming that Debbie Downer. Someone says something positive. I have a negative response in about five seconds or less. Yes, I do. Where am I going with this? When we say I should be beyond this point, I am telling my subconscious that I will never grow. I will never get beyond this point. Thus, before I can move forward, I already told my subconscious to stay put. Trust me, you guys, trust me. I'm constantly working on this. My mother tells me all the time to watch my mouth and quit saying those things. Here is an infamous scripture. Proverbs 18.21 states, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. Whether you're using your tongue for death or life, you will eat the fruit of it. Thus, let's go ahead and produce life in our lives by removing our self-judgments. Leave the judging to God. And we know his judgment is way better than how we do it. Yes, that is true. He is so much more gracious and merciful to us than we are to ourselves. Yes, he is. Okay, I'm going on to another item I had to learn. Now, what I'm about to share may be difficult. It's the whole people thing. Now, when we go through crazy experiences, that includes people, our first response is to leave people alone. Yes. Why should I repeat foolishness? Bye, Felicia. Yes, I can say that very easily. I am quick to walk away from a person and not be around them. Yes, I am. But what happens is, is that my process, my thoughts is that people become our or my enemies. So when we're stuck in that by Felicia mode, we get stuck with people is our enemy. So what happens when we completely push people away? Well, we do not get the help that we need from those who have the right tools to help us heal. Do you feel like you're stuck in a rut and can't seem to move forward? If so, you're not alone. Millions of people struggle with emotional and health challenges every year. However, we believe that everyone deserves to live a happy and fulfilling life, and we are here to help you get there. J-I-N-T-E-L, J-I-N-T-E-L, now offers coaching services. Receive these benefits when you book a session. Increase self-awareness, improve communication skills, increase confidence, reduce stress, and improve relationships. If you're ready to take the next step, please go to jintel.org slash services to book a free consultation. Let me tell you a story about King David. 
Before David was able to rule as king, the previous king, Saul, kept trying to kill him. Yes, he did. So David did whatever a common sense person would do. He fled. And in fact, at one particular point, he acted insane so that someone would not kill him. Mm-hmm. After all that rigmarole, he ultimately began to hide out in caves. And you know what happened next? Other men who did not feel supported drew to David and hid out with him. By the time he left the cave, he had an army of 400 men. Can you believe it? He was trying to push people away for his own safety because people kept trying to kill him. But instead, God had him build an army. God knew that he could not leave David by himself. So much so that if you read the Psalms, you will notice David wrestling with God in those dark moments. It was not a happy time for him. So I encourage you, feel free to read 1 Samuel 22, Psalms 57, and 142. So yes, we must be cautious and protect ourselves from toxic and bad relationships. Yes, I'm stressing. We must be cautious and protect ourselves from toxic and bad relationships. But not everyone is crazy like the person who hurt you. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm moving forward. Here's another one for you. A lot of these things that's on my list, I'm going to tell you, they're still part of my healing journey. I still have to be deliberate and intentional about how I'm working with my being and making sure that I'm having the things that I need so I can be the healthy commuter. And this is one of those items. That is sleeping. I don't know what it is to why it is so hard for me to take myself to bed. But let's think for a moment. How are you when you have not gotten enough rest? Well, usually we are just a tad bit ornery, short-tempered, slower, brain fog. We're just rough. But I don't know if you pay attention to your emotions during that time. Usually, we are so sensitive, that is, women, and men, y'all just angry. Why? Because we have not rested. So yes, on this healing journey, we have to be resting, and it's even better when we're resting in him. Hebrews 4, 9 to 11 states, So then, there remains a Sabbath rest for the people of God. For whatever has entered God's rest has also rested from his works as God did from his. Let us therefore strive to enter that rest so that no one may fall by the same sort of disobedience. This passage has two meanings for rest. Took me a minute to figure that out. But here it goes. The first rest is Sabbath where the Israelites were commanded not to work on the seventh day, thus resting from all their works. The second rest is a resting place. This resting place represents the heavenly blessedness in which God dwells. It is the promised place 
for persevering believers after the tolls and trials of life on earth have ended. Therefore, as we enter God's resting place, we not only rest from our works, but we rest from the trials of life. Now, doesn't this sound like a great promise? Yes, it does. But we can practice being in this resting place now by placing our spirits in God's hands instead of the labor that we have on earth. So go ahead and get your sleep on. Yes, we do. We need it. So as I'm telling you, I got to remind that for myself and make sure I even go to bed at a decent time this evening. Thank you very much. Okay, Duggan, we're on the last item. The last item that I needed to learn, but actually there's multiple besides these, but here's the last item I'm sharing with you today. And that is that my uncertainty leads to fear. I do not know how many times I became scared of the change that I needed to make. I understood what my life was like being entangled in my current circumstances. I had a good idea of how to navigate my life because it had what I considered a predicted outcome. However, on the healing journey, we have to address and change unhealthy behaviors. As we change, we do not know how the new behaviors will impact those around us. For instance, there was a period when I needed to add boundaries to my relationships. I was uncertain how people would respond, and then I became fearful of putting boundaries in place. I kept talking myself out of it. I will say, the next time we get together, I will not be an enabler. Or, I will make sure that I express my needs. And the list goes on and on and on. Or, I'm going to make sure I tell this person how their actions actually hurt me. Okay, I had to add that in there, even though I said the list goes on and on. But that's a good one because that happens all the time too. But let's go and get to this scripture now. I'm going to put my butt up in there and get to this scripture. Deuteronomy 31.6 states, Be strong and courageous. Do not fear or be in dread of them. For it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. I had to hold on to this scripture to not be afraid of people, to remember that the Lord is with me and will never forsake me. I needed to clothe myself in his strength. I would say people did act a fool when I placed boundaries on our relationships. Some people are just no longer my friends. However, God brought up new batcher folks in these new relationships, they were balanced. My needs are being met. If I did not push through the uncertainty and fear, I would have remained trapped in unhealthy relationships. All right. As I said, I was talking for a minute. I shared a lot. And these elements highlight my healing journey and my continual healing journey. Because once you learn them, you still got to put them in practice. Yes, you do. Practice makes perfect. But you know how we do. Every time I have a new segment, I bring on new guests. 
and we just sit down, we just talk about these things to gain a deeper understanding, knowledge, and they share their experiences. And I'm all excited because then I realize I ain't the only one. Mm-hmm. That does help out tremendously. And you know what? I am not going to disappoint you guys. We have great guests coming on the show who will share their experiences. And for the very first time on the Heal and Peace podcast, we have a man coming on the show. Can you believe it? Mm-hmm. But you don't want to miss it. Come back next week. Until then, may the Lord bless you.